<laughs> or the Space Force. <laughs> yeah. They're getting their own VA. It's going to be on the moon. not a veteran never joined mm-hmm. and i i don't understand like i can't begin to imagine like what it actually does to people like i'm not sure how it would affect me i think what you said earlier about how you thought you were more naive in retrospect mm-hmm. i feel like if i'd done it that would be an opinion i would carry as well no to be, to be honest uh-huh. everybody is yeah like and that's that's the one true thing that you can say is that like the act of you know fighting for your life uh-huh. like in truly i mean like to the death yeah because that's what it is yeah you know anytime you're in those combat situations Mm -hmm. you know it's you or them yes and people don't experience that i mean people aren't supposed to experience that right not in modern society and not that and not that much in that amount of time and here's the thing i'm not saying that it's wrong because Uh you know what unfortunately it's human nature to fight yes i agree but you know there's a reason why in most like ancient societies like the warrior class Mm -hmm. was like set aside and yet still celebrated yeah you know because you're supposed to give them you know once you go through that situation it's like you know you need the space you need the you need the recognition that what you did is right right you know changes people man oh it does it does you know like you know Hemingway. yeah you know i mean he, he wrote about it all the time that's actually what I was going to bring up. Well, not Hemingway, but writing specifically was mm-hmm. like, I've always, well, when I was younger, I would always like watch war movies and like read a lot of war history. And I mean, I've got shit tons of it out there. And the one book that made me stop doing that was, uh, with the old breed by Eugene sledge. He served in the Marine Corps in world war two and was on Peleliu and Okinawa. But like you could pick it up at any point and it just gets worse and worse and worse yeah. and worse where the where they were fighting the Japanese in these areas and like what that guy talks about I just I don't know man like I, it, it was a glimpse of a lot of what you've talked about in your mm. experiences that I just like I, it made me just not interested in a lot of those subjects anymore man no man what a lot I, of fucked up shit and you know it's sad it's like even in retrospect like uh-huh. I would almost like I know how horrible like you know the, the japanese are like you know fighting the german i would still almost rather have like been fighting in that like time period where like they were fighting like armies why is that like because we weren't fighting like an army yeah you know like i never did i never had that like and because like you know once again that's what i was talking about like you know the naive side of it it was like yeah you know, i had no idea about it you don't know who the enemy is oh they were everybody yeah you know as far as you're concerned and right. that's and that's why that mentality is why there's been i think there's been so much more PTSD coming out uh-huh. than before. Cause like, you know, they have like, the statistics and like right now I forget what it was. Last time I saw it, it was like in like a high seventies. Holy shit, man. You know, of people coming back with PTSD and right. you know, a lot of it is, you know, we're, we're fighting guerrilla warfare out there. Like, you know, it's everybody. And then you come back and like, when they ask you these questions, it's like, well, yeah, you know, I'm always suspicious, you know, or like I'm always kind of, you know, just, 
Damn. Suspicious. Uh, yeah, I have a cotton mouth. I can't yeah. talk. Um, you want to get like a drink or something? I got like yeah, a yeah, potato really or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what were we saying? Uh, talking about the uh, going into the supermarket. Uh, oh, so like, you know, a lot of people come back mm-hmm. and talk about how like they, you know, you know, they're in the supermarket and somebody, you know, just all of a sudden like comes up behind them and like, you know, they get startled. And, yeah. You know, and they may react. I mean, they may turn around and, you know, there's no telling. Because once again, as I said, like, you know, PTSD is different for everybody. Right. And they're, depending on where they are on that reaction level of like, you know, are they going to, um, like truly attack and kill some, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, and the sad thing is like, that's just, that happens, you know, like that's just, you're talking about somebody who's, you know, been trained and spent the time where, you know, at one point somebody, if they didn't react like that, you know, they might have been knifed in the back or bombed or shot. You know, like, I mean, there's... Right, it'd be bad for them. It's, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's death, right. you know? And that puts you on that, you know, heightened level of, like, mm-hmm. you know, what's happening. And that's why, you know, like, and I still, like, you know, I find myself where, you know, things like, you know, seatbelts, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't wear a seatbelt mm-hmm. because I've seen what happens to guys and where they've, like, wrecked and they couldn't get out and they died that way. And it was because of the seatbelt. And, you know, and people keep telling me, it's like, yeah, it's like, but they may not have lived. And it's like, yeah, but they may have gotten out. But they didn't have a chance. You know? yeah. yeah. And, like, you know, and, like, you know, that's probably, it's, I know that it's not rational. You know, and I'm a very rational, logical person. Right. You know, and I know that my, like, aversion to seatbelts mm-hmm. is not a very rational thing, but I can't do it. Yeah, you know when I put that seatbelt on and I feel like I'm like locked in mm-hmm. to that chair, like I just I can't do it. Yeah, it just gives you an emotional reaction. Like I find myself decapacitated almost. Like you know, like I can't I can't I can't function the way that mm-hmm. I could without it. Okay, because some part of my mind is always concentrated on the fact that I'm strapped into that chair and that I may need to get out. You know, and. Mm-hmm. I'm constantly thinking that constantly. It's always just in the back of your mind. Yeah. And I, and, you know, and it's one of those, it's just one of those quirks. Like, you know, I can't tell you why, like, I can't tell you why that, that one thing is what always stuck with me, but it was. Yeah. You know, I, I used to work with a girl who was a convoy driver. Mm-hmm. Uh, she did two tours, I think. And, uh, she's, you know, she's told me about a lot of flashbacks that she's had driving. Yeah. Like just, you know. Oh yeah, because that's what a lot of us did, especially yeah. in this area. Like mm-hmm. you know, Kentucky specifically put in a lot of people pushing convoys. Really? Yeah. Well, because I mean, like hell, at Richmond we have a transportation unit. Okay. You know, and like Kentucky in general has always been like, and that's why like coming home home as a veteran, Kentucky mm-hmm. was the best place I could come home to. Really? Yeah. Because I mean, man, you want to talk about a place where you know? I guarantee you, we can go down any neighborhood, any place in the state. And you knock on five doors and you'll find at least one veteran. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Like, I mean, it's because, man, Kentucky's always been one of those places mm-hmm. where whenever there's a war, you know, people, you know, like, you know, like me, like, they like, a, like all of us. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we just like, are like, all right. And we just like come up to it. Like, uh, I know at one point someone told me a statistic and I don't know if this is true, but mm-hmm. like, you know, they told me a statistic that said that uh, Kentucky had fielded more soldiers for every war uh, than any other state. 
when you combine in the uh, the state militias that joined up, and when you add in the fact that because Kentucky National Guards and stuff like that are different from regular army, Mm -hmm. you know, regular army comes home, and I think they have like they have like something like ten month, you know, like return policy where like you know they're not they can't be spun back out, but a lot of National Guards didn't have that. You know, and a lot of times no, they were calling up a shit ton of guard units. A lot, man. My man. dad was active for several years until he got out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's, you know, it's he had like, options to go to either either you know front at that point and ended mm-hmm. up in Jock here in Frankfurt. Yeah. So, but uh, I forgot where I was going with that. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> we are pretty pretty high at this point. Um, <clears throat> how? I guess, like, one question, like, so it doesn't seem that it's, like, something that has subsided in any way, like, like, the frequencies or something, like... Sometimes, man, you know, like, you know, as we were, like, joking before, we talked mm-hmm. about, like, you know, how long ago was it, and you started asking me for dates, you know, and, like, what's so weird for me is that, like, <clears throat> you know, I live in the present, I know it's 2020, and... If I sit down and I write stuff out and I start remembering like where I was and stuff like that, I can probably give you a really accurate time of it. But man, like most days, when I wake up, it's so weird. Like some days I wake up and I'll be just, you know, getting ready. And it may be like the thoughts that are coming in my head. I'm thinking about everything that happened in that, in that time period. Like it was, you know, six, seven months ago. Yeah. You know, and it's just that it's that that fresh, that vivid in your mind. Um, and then other days, you know, people are talking about, you know, or, you know, ask me about it or something like that. And, you know, it's like, oh, where'd you go? Like, where's your serving? Like, I think I start trying to think about it. And it might have been 30 years ago. Yeah. You know, it's just. It feels very distant. It does. Like, I mean, and so distant to where it's just like, because it's the last thing on my mind. Because, like, you know, I've, I make myself so, like, you know, present, present forward, you know. Yeah. Um, and you know, that's just with that fluctuation though, you know, there are still days where, you know, I've been on the interstate or I'm on, um, you know, especially like small highways, like Mm -hmm. two lane highways. And when people are like coming in and like, you know, swerving over to like, you know, pass me up or something like that. Like, you know, I get those flashbacks of like, you know, why is he trying to come over, you know, into my vulnerable side? You mm-hmm. know, and stuff like that because that's I'm driving. You know, that's where you know I'm defensive about it, and you know situations like that. You know, that's why being high mm-hmm. is good because I still register that he's coming around, he's passing me, but because I'm high, I have that you know more tendencies and you know to say, oh, okay, yeah, it's probably because I'm going like 35, <laughs> you know? or you know, it's you know whatever you know, it's because he's going, he just wants to speed, you know, like right. But it, it it definitely helps me put myself in like less of a like combative mindset. Okay, I, the word that came to mind was paranoid, but combative. Mm-hmm. Okay, then that's the thing. Like I don't like to Does call it, it like a lot of people say that. Like uh-huh. it's like oh he's paranoid, and that's and that's a problem. It's like you know, as kids, you know, we grew up with like you know the paranoid vet, you know, vets from Vietnam. Oh you know? yeah, and everyone yeah, was always some, you know there was all, some crazy. Oh ones yeah, in my like, you know you grew up in the neighborhood, and there was always it's like oh it's like you know oh don't go over there you know yeah. he, he's he's one of those you know, like non vets you know he's a little crazy from it blah blah and like not that people were being mean to them, but people knew it's like you know non was fucking crazy fucked up yeah you know, yeah there's a lot of crazy shit that happened there and people didn't come back right, 
and it was you know people gave him a little more space and like people just knew it that it was like you know looks like you know just don't don't go fucking with them you know leave them a space um but oh fuck where were we going with that because we started talking about I started talking about and I forgot <laughs> I was there what's <laughs> the joke is you weren't there that's right yeah um I think we were talking about like frequency and like you said that like weed relaxes you to like kind of keep you more present and not right. be, oh no, the no. difference between that's, paranoia. I'm sorry, that's, that's what we were talking about. The difference between paranoia yeah, and like, and what I don't like is that like for paranoia, mm-hmm. you know, it has that stigma to it, you know, that like, you know, it's, it's wrong. Like, you know, like he's not, right. he's not right. Yeah. You know? And like, and that's the thing is that like, you know, it's not paranoia. It's, it's this combative like mindset and you know, you're, once you're once you're forced to have that mindset and like it, it sticks with you you mm-hmm. know it does because it you know you have to make it part of you uh, you know it's a bad habit to break even though it's a hard habit to break and it seems to be you know just it just happens you know um do you feel like like the longer you've been back do you find yourself like more relaxed in society and life though oh definitely uh-huh. um you know, I think that I, uh, from an outside perspective, mm-hmm. I say people say that I probably don't have like the healthiest lifestyle, mm-hmm. but it's also one of those things where, you know, I feel like I don't like react. Um, you know, I definitely avoid situations and like, it's definitely has changed for me. You know, like there was a long time where like, I hated it if there was more than like two or three people. Okay. You know, because any more than that, I couldn't really account for what people were going to do and what actions were actually going to happen. You were and watching granted, people at first. And, but you know, I also learned that, you know, if I got drunk, I didn't really care and I was okay. more carefree with people, mm-hmm. you know? And so I tended to like wait and like, you know, I could work. And as long as my f- focus was like, you know, doing something. And I was really, really lucky that, um, a farmer took me on, and like allowed me to work and I worked there for several years mm-hmm. and you know being able to work in an atmosphere where there's not a lot you know and there's you know I can focus on animals and I can focus on you know grasses and tending things that are completely just me and nature you know me yeah. and you know something that is completely harm you know like it's not going to harm me right you know only I can harm it honestly right and yet what I'm doing is healing it yeah you know i'm constantly trying to like you know raise something alive and Mm -hmm. keep it growing yeah and that's a it's a sensation that you don't you don't get a lot and i do like the fact that you all had a cow named uh al-qaeda yeah you know don't get me wrong we uh we 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 definitely hated some of our cattle and like you know honestly like it's one of those things that a lot of farmers don't talk about it but like you know there's always one cow that a farmer has where it's like you know yeah. If it didn't produce calves, I'd kill it. Yeah. Or if it wasn't such a big, if it wasn't such a big calf that's gonna like you know make me a lot of money, right? I'd kill it now. You know. You know uh, the book I brought up with the old breed. That guy actually ended up becoming like a biologist and like got like really into bird watching. Mm-hmm. And uh, seemingly for similar reasons, like as far as what you just said, like well, just you know, I find it amazing that the uh, nature. The VA at one point mm-hmm. actually started creating what they called vet farms recently uh-huh. because they found that veterans that come back to farming mm-hmm. and do, you know, exactly that, like, you know, go to, to a lifestyle where 
there's absolutely nothing that you need to truly worry about. Yeah. You know, and especially considering the uh, environment in which our platforms are right now or our theaters are right now, Mm -hmm. you know, coming back to lush grasses and, you know, raising livestock or raising crops. Like it's a lot more, you know, it's the opposite. It gives you a chance to like, you know, stop. And like, you know, you see the, the, the difference of what your own hands do, Mm -hmm. you know, and it, and it did it. And honestly, you know, it gave me a chance to, you know, to process, to learn, to integrate mm-hmm. back into society. And, you know, for a long time, as I said, like, you know, it was like, I could deal with people as long as it was like, you know, a handful that I knew, I knew them, I knew what their reactions were going to be. Yeah. But the more, you know, people that I couldn't account for, mm-hmm. the drunker I had to be. Yeah. You know, I started drinking more and more mm-hmm. uh, because I learned that alcohol definitely, you know, kept me out of any kind of like, you know, Mindset where mm-hmm. I felt like I needed to be combative, where I needed to be protective of myself, which inevitably never goes well because you start to spiral at that point. Yeah, you're just drunk all the time. Well, yeah, <laughs> you know, like you know, you can't you can't function without it. Yeah. Um, and I realized what that was doing to my body, uh-huh. and so I stopped doing it. You know, I started slowing my drinking down, and like you know, now you know, I go out, I'll have a couple of beers here mm-hmm. and there, but like I don't, I don't feel like I have that need to do that you know in order to function around people right you know and it's because i get hot you know and like and i still notice that like you know like i've chosen i've chose a profession Mm -hmm. that allows me to not be around a whole lot of people at one time Uh you know i'm kind of usually off to myself doing something yeah you know like i I interact one or twice with people but you know i'm not yeah in the masses you know and it's helped out a lot you know, and like, you know, that's why the farm helped. Yeah. And the truth is, is that, you know, it gives you a lot of time to think, doesn't it? Well, it gives me time to, you know, assess where I am. Yeah. You know, and I still find that I do, you know, when I walk into areas, I, you know, I notice where exits are. I notice where I can go. Mm-hmm. You know, I look if, you know, I don't like working when there's a lot of people just like, you know, right behind me or, you know, right. in the way, like, you know, I like my space, but uh-huh you know i think some of that's just personality yeah um but you know it's the way i've learned to cope with it and you know as i said and that's what it took was me you know me coming back to an environment where i could learn to cope with how i can interact with people in those situations like you know how do you uh how does not smoking like like if you're out somewhere and you're just you didn't smoke beforehand or you uh you know can't smoke right then like how does that affect you do you feel different in those situations does it does it seem to creep up more i tend to definitely clam up like Mm -hmm. you know um i'll tend to like you know drop back and make sure that wherever i am is like you know i just i don't feel comfortable yeah and you know a lot of people say it's like oh it's like you know because you're not hot and it's like yeah like i've been in these situations before you know and i don't like it's just a lot of people just don't understand that sudden urge to know what people are doing around you mm-hmm. constantly. Right. You know, or, or you, why it's there. Yeah. Right. You know, and like, there's always that thing, like, you know, in the back of my head, you know, I always know it's like, you know, I'm in a safe place, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, nothing was going to happen to me. And I can tell myself that over and over again, but there's still that like, you know, it's just there. Yeah. You know, and you just, you know, you never turn that off. 
how do you feel this has affected your relationships with people? I don't know. I mean, I think I'm a likable guy. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> you talk to everybody. Yeah. Well, and it's it's because, like, I mean, I learned, especially in my younger days, like, I mean, mm-hmm. I learned to just ride that line, you know, and I did really well at it, mm-hmm. you know, but I did, you know, I just ran it. And, you know, and as I said, a lot of it had to do with weed. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, ever since that, uh, that lady told me that, like, I mean, I learned how to just stay just at a level, even, you know, if I can't be drunk. You know, and I'm not talking about, you know, being just blistered. Yeah. But there's always just this, like, slight level where I know that, like, and it happened a lot when I was younger, as I said, when I was on the farm. Like, you know, there'd be days where, like, you know, I'd be doing something. And, I mean, it could be anything. It could be a sound of a tractor on Mm -hmm. the other, you know, side or something. Just something wouldn't feel right, and I'd just have to stop. And I, you know because I'm in that environment, I could, you know, I could just stop mm-hmm. and take a second, breathe, gather myself and realize that, you know, yes, nothing's happening. I'm good, you know, and I can process that and being able to do that gives you that like gated response, you know, mm-hmm. to where, you know, you can say like, you know, yeah, you know, that's not going to happen. You know, honestly, I feel really bad for some of these guys that uh, live in inner cities. Yeah. You know, they come back and it's just, it's nothing, you know. I noticed that uh, a lot of people talk about like what I truly miss was hearing helicopters. Really, and what I truly loved about the farm I worked on is that it was just underneath the path of uh, Avon, where they do the. So they'd come over. They they do their test flights over uh-huh. top of our farm, and so I got me. I was always hearing the helicopters yeah. like going over. That's funny because uh, when I was a kid, I remember one of my dad's buddies came over and he'd just gotten back from like Bosnia or Kosovo. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I don't know which one he was in, but uh, he uh, is sitting there and we're eating dinner and the washing machine that we had in our basement was on this like rickety ass platform that when it went off, it sounded like a chopper. Mm-hmm. And he was a machine gunner on a chopper, dude. I mean, I'm like seven or eight years old and like that sound happened and that dude like literally like dropped his fucking utensils and was just like you know immediately so i don't know like choppers were not a good sound for him yeah and that's the thing like i mean everybody processes things differently everyone brings something different home right you know and that's also like a really good point is that nobody's the same right you know and people really need to start realizing that like i mean this is not a it's not a fix-all situation, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not even like it's 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 even hard for me to even say that it's like a disease or it's a disorder. Yeah, like you know, it's just if anything, it's just like a recognition. Yeah, of saying that, like you know, let them have their space. You know, don't get me wrong. You know, there are some people that you know are truly suffering. Mm-hmm. You know, and like and as I said, like you know, everyone has degrees and like. You know, that's why I always say, like, I mean, I didn't have PTSD. Yeah. You know, I really, you know, truly believe that I didn't, you know. But that's also my kind of my outlook. It's how you're managing your life and living it. Right, because... Your mindset, I guess. Well, and, like, I've never wanted that that mantle, uh-huh. you know. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's it's following me because, I mean, you know, it's the government, you know. Once yeah. they put that stamp, like, it's there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's chased me around. Dizzy.
are there situations where like you feel that those things those triggers happening and like then you get high you know i have to say like and, you know, at this point like i've i feel like i do pretty well with triggers okay like <coughs> i don't feel that i truly um like have like snaps I guess it's a better way of saying it anymore. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, I know I did. And don't get me wrong. Like, I mean, I'm fully aware that, like, I could. Mm-hmm. You know? Because, I mean, hell. Who knows? Like, something may break loose. You know, the weird thing is, like, I mean, dude, I can account. I know some guys that can account for, you know, damn near every day of their service. Uh-huh. Man, I can barely remember what I did in, like, general months. Yeah. That I was there. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. There were like, there are some things that like I can, that I'll always be there with me. And what I find amazing is that like, I'm at a point now where like, I feel like I, I know beforehand in a situation where like, I mean, man, like I, I can see some people like, you know, the way they're starting to talk to me and stuff like that. And like, you know, and every once in a while it's, it's not even what they're saying or anything else. It's just, it's that situation that's already got me alert on something mm-hmm. and something else will happen off my periphery and then it just it triggers it yeah you know and like but i also know at this point where like i can see those coming uh-huh you know and i know that i can like i can focus myself back in but later on like i find myself like you know like i can i can see that i can i can see where i do it and like i get anxiety about it but you know i go home I smoke a joint. I can relax. Yeah. I'll watch some TV. I'll go to sleep. You know, I, I can go back out in public. Like, and I'm fine. Yeah. But it's just, you know, that's been my process. Right. You know? And, like, I've, I'm a big believer that that's what needs to happen. Is that people need to have, be able to develop their own process mm-hmm. of coming to terms. And, and whichever, whatever it is. Because, I mean, I've met guys... That, I mean, yeah. As I said, I mean, guys, I've had it way worse. Yeah, and 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 I've always noticed is that it's because of what they've what they've carried back, mm-hmm. you know. And it's because everyone had a different experience over there, you yeah. know. And people, I mean, a lot of guys lost, you know, brothers, you know. And that's what these guys are, you know. And, mm-hmm. and a lot of people can never truly understand that 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 connection, you know. And like one of the things that I've that heard with you. One of the things that I've always heard, oh shit, one of the things that I've always heard um, is like that people carry back is the like, uh, why them and not me thing. I mean, yeah, you can generalize that. Uh-huh. Um, you know, like every, everybody knows, uh-huh. like, I mean, like, don't get me wrong, man. Like there are, th- you know, like you can break down any situation mm-hmm. down to that, you know, and maybe I'm just a my mindset on things now is you know skewed to the point where it's just you know you know it's it's a coin flip man for anybody like you know you're just as likely to have been caught a bullet in the head because when ricocheted out mm-hmm. you know as you are to get hit by a car because you were crossing the street when you had the crosswalk yeah you know like shit happens not all of us make it no 
you know, actually none of us do. Yeah. You know? Nobody gets out alive. No, nobody gets out alive. <laughs> like, you know, and you know, yeah, I have that mindset and like, don't get me wrong, man. Like there's so many times when, because I have that mindset and I mm-hmm. had this mindset because of, you know, because I came to these realities and I came to these realities at a young age. Yeah. And now I talk to people and I hear these people talking and I'm just like, they have no idea what the value of life is, you know? And like, and that's what strikes me now. And I, and I start looking back on that and I'm like, wow, like I feel like I'm jaded to some people purely because they have no idea what that existence is. What do you mean jaded? Well, I mean like, you know, I see like generations of people now that like, not only would they have like, no, no interest in combat or in, in serving the nation, Mm -hmm. but like just the idea of it is like, you know, disgusting to them. Like, you know, it's like, you know, it's selling out to the government and blah, blah, blah. And you're seeing this mindset grow more and more. And I think a lot of that is going to lead like, because these people have no idea, but yet they still want to make like, you know, they want to make policy and they want to make change Mm -hmm. and it doesn't happen. Right. You know, and that's why like, you know, I think that for every representation within every state, uh, there should be at least a good representation of the people who have served in the military. Mm Mm-hmm. You understand yeah, that. Yeah, veterans are excellent candidates because they understand it better than anybody, you know? Yeah. The the philosophy I have is that, like, if you're going to vote to put people in harm's way, one, your kids should have to fucking go because, like, you, you should not be able to get them out of there if you just oh, voted someone else's, too. Definitely. Um, I, I agree with that with everything. Yeah. You know? I think that you also, like, um, need to make sure it's a just cause and a righteous cause and we haven't had one of those in such a long time. Like America has been divided on every single war we've engaged in like since like the forties or fifties since world war one, man. Yeah. You know, I think everybody yeah. was behind world war two. That one seemed pretty, pretty solid oh, there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's the Germans. Everyone hates yeah, the Germans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that world war three meme. It was like USA war, Iran war. And Germany's like, let's attack France. Like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. Um, but then, like, if you're going to do all that stuff and you've actually, like, gone through those first two things, like, take care of the people when you bring them back. That's my biggest problem. And, like, mm-hmm. that was, like, my big, one of my thoughts with this whole recent Iran thing was, like, if you're really going to do this shit again, like, we're not even taking care of people from our last two wars, which, by the way, one of them is really still fucking going on. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Well, uh, let's be honest, man. Like, I mean, if you're pregnant about it, mm-hmm. you know, we'll almost, we'll always have somebody. Yeah. And, you know, we'll have a presence in Iraq. And, uh, and, yeah. and, and you know what and here's the We're thing very deep in there but you know what energy like, too. what I love is that like you know you have all these people that are like we need to leave Iraq we need to leave Iraq and it's like motherfucker you know there's still people in Germany yeah you yeah know? oh what about the bases in Japan, Japan. I have a friend uh, yeah. who's stationed there now well see and that you know and that's what kills me the most is that uh-huh. like everybody's like oh, I know another guy like, who's you know, a helicopter blah, blah, blah. pilot in Korea yeah yeah I mean like, you know Korea's still considered to be a red zone yeah. Did you know they're like, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. You know, We've never officially ended that war. No. Yeah. No, we're still in there. Like, I mean, and of course, because it's fucking Korea. Like, yeah. you know, who's going to trust that motherfucker? But, you know, that's the that's the truth. It's And that's the truth that most people don't realize until right. you, the until geopolitical you the game is, you see it first. The hand. geopolitical game is ridiculous. And, like, yeah. you've got to do it responsibly. I'm, I'm for de-escalation responsibly. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just... It, there's got to be a better strategy than seemingly continuing to escalate it at every single turn, which is 
what seems to have happened over the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess like one of my, um, I guess final questions here is um, like, do you, do you ever get involved with like any veteran groups or anything? Like, is it, does it feel good to connect with those kinds of people or is it just, you know, I'll be honest, man. Uh-huh. Like, I've probably said more to you mm-hmm. than I have to any other single person I know in this world. Oh yeah. Like just now, like, and that's, yeah. that, you know, that's, that's really weird to say being on a program like this. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I'm not a big talker about it. Yeah. Like, well, let me ask you this then, because uh, I kind of joked about this at the beginning. How do you feel now that you've kind of opened up and said all this? I think it's all the same, man, because I, I mean, yeah. everything that I've said, mm-hmm. I've done with myself a million times. You know what I mean? Like, and that's, yeah. that's, that's the thing, man. It's like, you know, time does heal everything, uh-huh. you know? And, and to say that it heals doesn't mean to say that it's gone. Right. You know? And it's just, that's the, you know, that's the thing with it, man. And like, you know, the, here's, like that's life. Yeah, no, that's exactly you what know? I was saying. Cause that's, it's everything in life. It's yeah, how do you, it how do you manage? How do you deal? It is, you know, and it, it it's so like, you know, all this, like, you know, don't be wrong. I'm, I'm very, very proud to see because there's, I know a lot of people have benefited mm-hmm. from the VA's program for PTSD. You know, I've met some guys that have like, have truly done something else with their life and like, and they have like learned to grow and they've, they've done amazing things. Right. You know, and it's the thanks to them. Learn to grow. It sounds like yeah. exactly <laughs> we joke. Yeah. <laughs> but like the, the, the truth is, is that like, man, everybody's different. Everyone needs their own path. Yeah. You know, and that's what they need to give. Hell yeah, like, man. You know, the freedom to do it. Fuck yeah. It. Let, let them go. Like, I mean, that's the thing. Like, you know, they need to stop treating, they need to start, stop introducing these people in back into society as saying that they, they have something wrong with them because of the war. Yeah. You know, that's the very worst thing you can do. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what, like, you know, I mean, because you, you can you can see it in people's eyes, man. Yeah. Like every, you know, I mean, you talk to any soldier and like you know, like or a veteran that's mm-hmm. walking around the streets, and when people hear that you were military and you're of you know our age, mm-hmm. you know, and the you know people that just have done this fight recently, and like, man, people just have this look. You know, like, you know, that's like get two reactions. Like, mm-hmm. either like they immediately start thanking you, and either start telling you about how, like, you know, like, oh, it's like, you know, either I wanted to join, or, you know, like, oh, like, you know, my, my dad joined, or my brother joined, mm-hmm. and, you know, they just like love you. Mm-hmm. And everyone, and like the other group is just like, they, they look and they just have this like sudden, like, like, I don't know about them. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, the, it's like they're looking for it. Right. You know, and it's because there's this stigmata of we're all, there's something wrong with us. Right. And it all came back crazy. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and that's what I said. Like, and it's like, don't be wrong. There are some people that really needed the psychological help. And mm-hmm. they, by making, like, making it so public and, like, pushing it out in the way that they did about it being this, like, you know, oh, it's not their fault. It's PTSD. Mm-hmm. You know, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, it's like, you know, I don't know. Personally, I see it. It's like, you know, it's not PTSD, you know, war shock, you know, cell shock and all this kind of stuff. It's like, yes, we need recognition for what, what happens mm-hmm. to people when they do go into combat. But we don't need the stigma of, or stigmata. I keep saying that word. I don't know which one is stigma. right. Is it stigma? It I've been using it right. I think, yes. Yes. Got it. Oh, good. <laughs> You're not that high. Because <laughs> uh, I've been using it a lot recently. <laughs> but like, you know, there's so many people that like, you know, we just automatically get brained with the stigma of being yeah. like, you know, we're all nuts. We're crazy. Right. You know, you never know. Like, you may sneak up and we may kill you. You know, like, you know, whatever you want to say. Like, it just, 
there's a it, it follows you everywhere yeah or and even like depressed and suicidal because that's like a really big problem amongst veterans as well that's why there's so many suicides man yeah it's like because they don't know who to talk to they feel like they're all alone yeah and like you know and i don't I, that's a topic that's for a whole other day yeah but like i mean like there's there needs to always be awareness of it man absolutely so, like, these, like, people, these people need like safe places to talk to people the thing you know to go through to help them go through with what's going on yeah the thing that i've really well i've appreciated you you know just agreeing to do this and being open to expressing everything and the thing that i've really gathered out of it personally is that uh um you know the difference of really just what it's like to actually just kind of just it's about the experience and how you were wired to take that experience Mm -hmm. that's just kind of hard to turn off and how it affects the personal life and you know maybe that's not as deep as what that perception well i mean not as not as deep is not a good way to put it it's different than a lot of the perceptions that are out there mm-hmm. uh about what that is so now you've greatly enhanced my understanding of this man i really really appreciate it so oh, thank you yeah dude i love you i love uh, you brother yeah man it's been excellent uh <laughs> thank you so much for being on here and yeah uh everybody else uh don't forget to smoke weed every day